Welcome back to the Uncommon Queen podcast. I'm Lauren. That was a that was a tongue twister, y'all. Welcome back to the Uncommon Queens podcast. Um, I just got a sh- just a shot of energy. Not too long before this, I was I haven't been feeling well. I wasn't feeling well during the weekend, and so um, I just didn't go really go out. I it was hard to move my body, and so having this burst of energy, praise God. Um, but this podcast episode, I was really inspired by multiple conversations, like three conversations that I had with friends that just were so full and deep and life giving, and just made me walk away like so seen and heard and known in that moment and I just really really valued that because I feel like just a life update like last week was just y'all your girl was my word of the year was freedom and your girl was starting to feel free a lot last week with personally um with just things that I've dealt with for a while mentally and a lot of things that I have dealt with with being in Atlanta and memories and trauma that have come up and just feeling so much freedom in in therapy and um, with social media and and telling my story more um, even though I've been doing more on TikTok just also incorporating that into Instagram and just allowing myself to be vulnerable in a way that I haven't been because I feel like since I've started this podcast I've been very vulnerable but I think taking it to that next level of allowing myself to not fixate on how to be palatable to other people and care so much about all of the types of people that watch me and just be and just be who God created me to be and show up so in my fullness um has been very healing for me for lack of a better term but I guess that is that is the word healing and also I think I've heard people talk about this which I might do like a whole podcast episode about this notion but I think there's a lot of tension when you go into the next level of healing that it can feel kind of exhausting and you're kind of like wanting to retreat almost in a way and I have to fully gain my thoughts around it but it's just this weird sensation of like vulnerability tension and just excitement and it just feels foreign in a different way and you're like is this really happening and you're like what if I regress and go back and just all these things but like I said healing isn't linear um you feel like you're I feel like people say oh I'm regressing but I feel like it's not even even if you go through healing and you feel like you regress for some reason I just feel like it's not really regressing in a way it's just a part of the path and the journey because you've built up this these habits and these um thought patterns and negative thoughts so yeah that's kind of a little life update last week was so good and just I had so much 
creative insight and with my career it was just full and I hadn't felt that way in months and months and months like probably six to nine months maybe even longer to be honest maybe even like years who knows um so yes getting into this episode I'm excited I feel like this episode and what I want to talk about is really the fullness of what Uncommon Queens is partly about and this notion of two things can exist at once and the notion and the concept of both and and not but but both and and so I've been really thinking about this in a lot of different areas of my life and I guess I should start with Uncommon Queens. Uncommon Queens um, people can say it comes out of my Enneagram 4, which I'm having like a little, not beef with Enneagram, but I'm like kind of like, mm, I don't know if I should entertain it anymore just because of the things that I've heard it's based in, whatnot. That's not the heart of it. But what I can relate to my Enneagram 4 is just this feeling of like mis- being misunderstood a lot of the time. And so I think that part of it is like I want to be I feel like I'm different and some in some ways I want to be different than other people and but usually I just feel different so it just like I operate in that and that that is my mindset and I feel different from other people and I feel like I'm sometimes an alien operating in certain situations and so I was talking about this in a lot of different facets with people and I just I just got a lot of good nuggets from them that I was like, oh, I want to kind of incorporate in this into a podcast episode. And I've just been seeing a lot of people on TikTok, Instagram, in my personal life, just talk about just showing up as their full self and and specifically with their humor and like showing up with their humor and their deep side. And that's something that I haven't really it just kept coming up and maybe because I was really cognizant of it and I really was it had on my mind that I was really realizing but part of me thinks like there is something here there is something here that I feel this shift amongst some people of we really want to not suppress this part of ourselves and this in this deep part of ourselves but also suppress the humor and the lightness that we have inside of us and show up as both and and I feel like sometimes you think that you have to be one or the other and what I think why it's called uncommon queens is we show up in all of our it's not a word but uncommonness in all of our unique special funny deep passionate purposeful selves and I saw um someone that I follow named Allie and her Instagram is right up your alley on Instagram I think I just said Instagram twice but she was just talking about how she really has felt like she hasn't been her funny side and hasn't shown that through her content and that just resonated with me because recently on my uh personal Instagram account I had been talking about how that's my personality is I'm goofy funny weird 
dancing in my room to relieve stress and anxiety and get give me energy and hope. <laughs> but there, there's just there's a lot of different parts of me that I think I've talked about in the past that I haven't allowed people to see if you're not my close people, my close friends and family. And that has been hard for me throughout the years. And I think that's why socially I am often come off as shy because there there is that I can't fake it. And so it comes out as being shy, but it's because I don't know or don't feel safe enough to be myself. I don't know how to be safe. I don't know how to be myself in the situation. Don't know if someone's going to accept that all of me. And I don't know if, yeah, it's just safe or if I can trust them because I've, I have had a lot of friends that I can't trust in the past and I um, just that has bothered me and especially as I've grown older and have really thought about where I want to you know I'm turning 27 and I know I'm still in my 20s but I really think that as I'm reflecting I want to not leave my 20s still being still suppressing those sides still being what I think people have known me as for so long and I know people are like oh in your 30s you really walk in who you are but I don't want to wait till then I want to start and break those habits like I've mentioned before now so that I can live the present and the future and just live my 20s in a new way and a fresh way and a very authentic way and so, yeah, I think I've, I've been more comfortable showing different parts of me on the podcast for so many reasons. It's because I feel like I can, I'm talking to myself or I'm talking to friends and I can talk to myself about, I can talk to myself very well. I talk to myself a lot when I'm alone. It's, it's great. I talk to God and myself a lot. So one of my myself it's we have a great great time <laughs> it's a party that's one of my party tricks um so yeah i think that that's where my head and heart have been at and it's just been been cool to see people around me and even on social media kind of want that because that's what i admire in people i admire people that you can tell they're not trying to be anyone else they're just showing up in their fullness they're just allowing themselves to take up space and they're just being themselves in their fashion and what they put on social media with in day-to-day life and what they believe and how overall yeah all all around how they express themselves and I think that's really cool and I love that in other people and it's really interesting that I don't create that space for myself but it's because you know past trauma and 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 things that haven't allowed me to feel safe to do it but I think it's like it gets to that point where it's like I I am safe I don't have to operate in survival mode like I get to create that safety for myself and realize that yeah not everyone's gonna like you and that's okay and I've you know been able to find people that love me for me and accept that and think it's good and want to be around me long periods of time and just to know that like I'm not for everyone and I think I know people say that but I've just 
I've been in situations where I've observed like, oh yeah, I'm like really not for everyone um, for whatever reasons and whether it's because I get really deep or, you know, I'm not interested in what some other people are interested in or look like what other people look like and am glam or model-esque or whatever I say to myself in my head. Um, But yeah, I think that that has been very something that has transcended in a lot of different areas and what I want to bring to this podcast is like being in common queens mean to me of just like accepting the layers of yourself all of the hobbies interests whether you're interested in manga or just interested in um, plants or interested in horseback riding or interested in pimple popping videos just embracing all of the layers and different special ways that you show up in this world because I just think that that is so beautiful like I it's hard for me to express about how much that like brings me joy I think the only thing that comes to mind that I can express and it won't even fully express it because people would be like why would you think that that's anything big but I remember One time I was in college and I was sitting in the cafeteria and I would just saw this girl like dressed in these overalls and just the overall, her, her, that's funny, her overall outfit, she was dressed in overalls and just the way she styled them, you know, if you see me on TikTok or Instagram in general, you know that I, I love some overalls, you know, it might not always be in fashion, but I love some overalls and they don't make your butt look good, but hey, you know. As I said, I'm not focusing on dating right now, so don't at me. Um, But yeah, just the way she was dressing, I was like, wow, like that's her style. And like she doesn't care what's on trend. And like I love that for her. And it's quirky and it's cool. And I just, it was just amazing. And I, that was something that I always thought about people. Sometimes I would, I think sometimes I would tell them that I liked their outfit. Um, But yeah, I think that was just something that came to mind, but it really just like brings me joy and that may sound weird, but I think it also extends to just in a world, especially the social media generation that we live in, I think there's so much focus on following influencers and shopping on this Amazon storefront and in following this brand and don't get me wrong like I'm not like calling out but like I'm susceptible like I freaking have a Stanley cup you know it and I can confirm it does make me drink more water so I am into the hype but like of course I get into it but I also realize for me personally that I love being around people that just do and follow what they're meant to do and don't always get caught up in the hype And I think just we're so susceptible to like dressing like Hailey Bieber or dressing like Zendaya or dressing like this person and that person. And it's just like, yes, get inspired by them. I so appreciate that. And like, that's something that I will talk about in the um, later parts of this episode, but also be like, what do I, how do I want to feel And I don't want to feel just like Zendaya or just like Hailey Bieber. I want to be Lauren and be comfortable and express myself in ways that I can show up and go to work and be with friends and date and, you know, 
just walk around in general and just feel my full self because as corny as it sounds, it's true. Like life is too short to be anyone else but yourself. And I think that, yeah, I just see that so much, especially with young girls and, and just what I observe of it's just so easy to fall into just a trap of thinking that you need to follow this formula in order to be successful. But I think time and time again, I feel like I'm repeating myself all the time, but I just want to like really ham it into people's heads and even into mine of just like the people that I've seen be successful in an array of things, but successful in their careers and even in their communities of just friendship is how they just operate fully within like create their own niche, create their own path, create their own, um, community almost and I really really appreciate that because I think that's when you really thrive and really feel that reminds that rhymes feel alive and thrive and experience true joy is when you just can can do that and not always lean on what is trendy and what you think is what other people other 500 thousand people think is cool you know and so I think that a lot of the times within our career especially but when our within our personality as well is like we're just told to operate in one thing and I think you know millennial and gen z are kind of disrupting that notion of that we have to be in a career for 20 years and die (laughs) pretty much and so I think 20 plus years and die and I just really think that it's for good of course there's always like you know negative things and people call us entitled and you know that we can't that we can't stick with one whatever there's always a downside to a lot of different things but in that I love being in this generation that is like we're open to expressing all different sides of us even in career because we spend so much time going to a job you know, working all these hours in a day and why not do something that makes you come alive? And I know that's like not everyone's goal. You know, people have to provide and may not be able to. And, you know, in some regards, like having a passion be your career is such a privilege. And I realize that. But if that's available to you, like why not and you're able to, why not, even if it's, you know, on the side, and I know, like, side hustles are kind of, like, stigmatized or whatever, and, like, that word is kind of overused, I guess, in some ways, but it's true that I feel like you can work on things, like, hobbies, and not have to monetize it, or if you want to monetize it, feel free, but also, you can have hobbies that you don't monetize, and, that you just operate in this in this exploration and just I think that's what I really have loved about just recently like really recently the last like couple of weeks maybe even just a week and a half of just really going back and and allowing myself to explore and allowing myself to explore on TikTok and just have fun with it and not like try to be a content like a quote-unquote like content creator that 
create makes it a whole career but just focuses on telling my story and engaging with others and inspiring and just telling what's on my mind and what I think others could benefit from and not because I have an entrepreneurial mind and it goes that way of like how can I make all these passions into like a business and that's just natural to me but also I think that what I've heard of people that especially in like the YouTube space because I'm an OG YouTube girl I love a good vlog a makeup a makeup video um, a clothing haul like I have been watching YouTube since I was in middle school and a lot of the women that I have followed throughout the years they didn't you know that was back in the day when YouTube you couldn't make money off of YouTube AdSense like there was there wasn't that money and that platform like that big platform to really attach yourself to and so they're just doing it for fun and I've I've seen that a lot of times of just going in with it fun maybe you kind of think about like oh it could be a thing but that's not your full motive in doing it it's just because you love to do it and you have a passion and you feel like you have something to say and want to connect with people and just show people your goofiness or your interests and random hobbies and so I think especially in career I have allowed myself and I've seen just the in such a quick period of time how just like flipping that frame of mind just to like hold something without just like gripping it tightly and like thinking that you have to hold on for dear life and be tense about it and be like no I have to it has to look this way or I have to make money out of this or you know whatever that looks like for you just gripping it tightly but then allowing yourself to like back up and give it space to breathe and be like no I'm just gonna lean into this and not push it or force it to be something that it's not meant to be right now maybe in the future maybe in the near future maybe in 10 years but not grip it so tightly I think (laughs) I have been so obsessed with a song called Chronically Cautious by Brandon Bales and one of the lyrics is suffocate the fire I started right when it kindles and that (laughs) I joke with myself I'm like all roads lead back to that lyric or like all roads lead back to that lyric and something else (laughs) and so I think that hit me because it's suffocating the fire that I started like I initiated this right when it kindles and so that like just right when you know get started so that's something that I've been really learning in a career format so just so you know I kind of wanted to go down of like how I am viewing these things of of taking the pressure off of feeling like I need to fit into a specific niche or feeling like I need to fit into a specific career industry or feeling like I need to fit into a specific branding, personal brand, whatever. And I have these categories of career, fashion, and branding because those are the ones that came up a lot in my discussions with a lot of people and ones that I think I can speak to. And so with career, I mentioned like exploring different fashion, different different passions and making them fun and holding them with with an open hand. And I feel like that can, I've noticed that and observed that with a lot of people around me of just saying that they're not forcing things to happen. They're coming back to like this childlike curiosity 
and this um, lightness to them and this fun and this joy and something that they feel is so connected to who they are and their interests that it just has to like flow out of them like that's what I feel like I'm doing I'm just it has to flow out of me because it's something that I'm so passionate about and like I can't not talk about it and so I think that's where I'm like this childlike notion and this just play aspect of things is just so I think it's just like so pure and so not of this world because we're just told so many things of you have to make money and you have to make it into something and you can't you just have to grind and not you know rest and whatnot and so another part of what I'm exploring in career to help me figure out where I want to go what I want to take where I want even want to take my career is um doing strengths finder again and I know it costs money so but I really felt like I wanted to invest in that and that was really interesting for me and it just it poised it I know you have you have a lot of personality tests but like Myers-Briggs. I think Myers-Briggs and Strength Finder are really good ones for career specifically. And um, yeah, just doing that again and doing it updated because I did Strength Finder when I was in college, but it might have been like sophomore year of college, sophomore or junior year of college. And so it had been a while and I felt like I had changed um, in some ways. So did Strength Finder. It was very eerily spot on it was hard to answer those questions by the way they went by fast and I and I at that point in my my life like in February I was just so early February early to mid-February I was just so in my head and so indecisive that it was hard to pick answers to that and I knew that test was getting mad at me because I was like I don't know like I think I'm both sides of the spectrum and whatnot so it was hard but it hit a lot of things and I feel like I still need to review and take it all in my answers, but I still feel like I'm, I'm getting somewhere. It's moving forward. I I see the light, you know, and I'm grateful for that because I haven't really gone into my whole, um, career job situation, but it's been, it's been a tough, it's been weighing on me a lot and it's been hard. So maybe down the line, I'll talk about it more in depth, but I think there's a lot of good learning nuggets of wisdom that I can speak about but I'm still in the I'm still processing a lot of what I'm going through and I think there's still parts of my story that are being written that can really help someone so I'll let you know when that is don't you worry but another part that I wanted to talk about is fashion and fashion has been a big part of my life one of the values that I realized that I had when I did a group coaching with my coach Alexis and mentor when I did a coaching my group coaching program with her that she was putting on she had us go through what our values are and one of my um, values I think I mentioned this in another episode was expressiveness and I always have growing up used fashion to express myself and it's weird because a lot of the time when I wasn't feeling well mentally fashion would always take a hit and I feel like I wouldn't be able to dress myself and I just would be confused and so that's really interesting part of things of like how when I would struggle fashion would also be something that would take a hit and uh but I've always I think without me being able to express myself my full personality I'd use fashion and I always was a little girl and always carrying handbags and that's why in my room I have like a whole 
a handbag wall because I love it. That has, that has tapered off a little bit. I'm not so obsessed with handbags as I was when I was younger. I think it's because just growing older and realizing fully of how much things, you know, cost. But I really am in a weird space right now with my style. I have not, I've really gotten to a place where I've been just confused about what my style is and if I'm trying to be too into trends and how where where I'm at and feeling like I'm still operating out of like my middle school fashion and figuring out like what is sexy to me and what is you know what how do I want to show up and just really curating my wardrobe and that may seem like petty to some people but I think it helps you a lot in your career and feeling comfortable with in your skin and I'm a creative and I feel like a lot of people I feel like we all are creatives and we were designed creatively so we are creatives inherently and so I just think that that has been something that has been weighing on my mind because that does affect how I show up and my mental health is just feeling like I'm not wearing and fully okay with how I'm showing up and that has also been tough for me because I love wearing like a good hoodie crew neck and everything like that and and leggings and being comfortable which I think sometimes I'm like is that my depressive tendencies coming in which is true yeah it is and I just like don't want to care about it and just like whatever I just want to be like crawling crawling on the couch and just wear whatever and that is part of the situation but also at the same time I know that I also want to be fun and creative with it which a lot of these things I feel like have to do with like my job situation and money coming in but also I think depression has also a side to it so I think within that not putting so much pressure on fashion has really been good for me in some ways of not putting pressure on myself day to day of like I need to be a fashion icon you know like I need to be Instagram ready you know and just realizing that if I don't like I said before even with this even with fashion if I don't grip it so tightly if I stop gripping things so tightly and thinking that I need to look or be a certain way the rest will flow out of that and I'll just be able to play and to be open to new things and not force it down my throat and realizing that when I look at my Instagram and my TikTok, I see some of the most successful women entrepreneurs be in a hoodie and leggings or in a sports bra and leggings and doing their thing on their laptops and owning it and driving six-figure and driving six figures and helping their clients and I'm like why am I stressed that I am showing up with not a lot of makeup on my hair is looking my edges are not laid um and I um have dandruff in my hair and they there's so many women that I admire and speak into me that are doing the same similar thing and they're don't aren't bothered unbothered unbothered queens um I think in that same breath of both and not gripping it too tightly and giving myself the room to think about my style I 
have just been allowing myself to just dabble here and there of like my thoughts about style. And so, and being that playful, light nature and just like leaning into being curious, leaning into my curiosity and using that for my good instead of shaming myself. I think that's a big thing even around fashion of shaming myself of, oh, I don't look like that girl or, oh, I don't have things together. Oh, is that my aesthetic? Oh, my aesthetic should be neutrals. Oh, my aesthetic should be this and that because this is what everyone on Instagram, this is what's in now of like neutrals, brown, gray, brown and beige and whatnot. And so some of the things that, some of the tips that I've been getting is taking screenshots of people that you follow on Instagram if you like their fashion and saving the screenshots and creating an album with like fashion or style I like or whatever on your phone if you have an iPhone I don't know Android I don't know if it's similar things I just have an iPhone I've had an iPhone a long time so that's only how I know and then another thing that I thought about recently was my friend was talking to me about how I am able to allow myself to take up space and like because I think I think I was telling her that I I need to have this one lane like I need to you know this one part of my style and then she's like but Lauren you love different genres of music because she's we're music gals we study music music business in uh, college so we're music girlies and nerds and just you know we love it but I was like oh my gosh when she said you love all these different genres I love almost every genre except screamo like literally country love it um well I shouldn't say love it I like different country artists ever since I moved from Nashville I haven't listened to as much but I still love country um and so I feel like that was when she said that that allowed myself to open up of like oh I allow other people to not be put in a box but I can't allow myself to be not be put in a box and so yeah sometimes I'll wear pink sometimes I'll wear gray I love gray love gray and pink you know if you're watching on video if I post a video clip you'll see that this comforter that I've had for way too long and I don't actually love it um is gray and pink and (laughs) I just think that I don't give myself the benefit of the doubt of just being all the things, you know? And so I thought about I should go on Pinterest and have my favorite singers that I feel like our style connects and go on Pinterest and create uh, a board with my favorite musician styles, some of my favorite musician styles. And I was like, oh, this will be good. And so I've only done a little bit Pinterest sometimes I don't I don't get along with Pinterest sometimes because I think I just overthink it and I'm like what should I be interested in it just yeah I tend to overthink things a lot and so sometimes Pinterest and I don't get along and also I'm like I it's hard for me to come to a consensus about when I create a mood board of what are the themes sometimes so but I'm working on that. I need to remind myself to get back to create, carving out time to do that again. And also, I know some people have heard about this, but creating three words to embody your style. And these three words are are not so specific that you can't 
don't have wiggle room. And I've learned this from her her name on probably TikTok as I mean probably Instagram as well, but I I found her she has a lot of TikTok content on this. Um, three style words and her name is Allison Bornstein, B O R N S T E I N on TikTok. Probably on Instagram as well, like I said. But she talks about creating three words to embody your style. And I still, I thought I created three words, but now I'm like, mm, I don't know if those are really the direction I want to go with my style and really embody just myself. And so, but you can create three, three words. Example of three words would be like oversized, playful, preppy, tailored, kind of those words. What are another words? Yeah, tailored, probably classic could be a word. Um, casual could be a word. Yeah, some kind of those are examples of words. And she said create three words and that kind of helps you, especially when you're shopping, that kind of helps you narrow it down so you don't overconsume or just have random pieces in your closet that you don't wear. I think that's such a smart thing especially when you're out trying to decide or like online shopping as well, just trying to see, okay, what do I need to add to my wardrobe to make it fun or to go to an event or a a wedding or just everyday life? What do I, what I need in my wardrobe and what not to like over consume things. And so that's something that I have all that also has helped me be open. Wow, voice crack. That has also helped me be open to being okay with not being on trend and really focus on personal style. Hey, I love a good trend, not knocking it at all, but really focusing on having personal style rather than just trending. That's like a personal decision that I want to make and not feeling like I need to be so up to date with things but also just like carving out my own creative expression. And so that is what I have to speak to, to fashion, but also branding. Branding, this extends to all of what I've talked about is I feel like I have to be one thing or if I, for example, if I, my cover art for this podcast includes color, Sorry, y'all. I don't know why my voice changed. But if it involves color, I, I view it as looking too childish. And mind you, I follow people who have such bright colors as their brand. Um, if they're creatives and their brand involves a lot of color, I love it. And I think it so speaks to them. And I love the way they do that. But for some reason with me, it's even like when I wear pink, I'm like, am I being too childish right now? Like, is this looking too young? Because I think I, I have a young face and I don't look my age, I feel like. I feel like people think I'm 20 or 19, which I still feel that way. So that <laughs> that works. Um, but no, I just kind of want to mature a little bit, not completely like go too much, but just still, you know, be in my late 20s and be more mature with my fashion and my branding and so it's hard because yeah it's it always comes back to not giving myself the space because I give other people and I think other people the way other people use color or use neutrals is cool but then I'm like at the same time if I use neutrals why do I feel like that's boring for me and it doesn't satisfy my creative feel and so 
I think for a while I was like, what does streamlined color look like? And I still am probably going to explore that. But I think exploring, when I think about personal branding and brand, even for this podcast and other things that I might create, I think that it's getting freer in fashion and in, in career that I think that I can incorporate and think about what that looks like for incorporate both aesthetics and just really like I mentioned carve out my own path and so whether it's my podcast cover fashion my Instagram my TikTok whatever that may be of just being okay with not being one thing and what that actually looks like day to day because you want of course with branding you want like this thread line and this kind of people know that it's your stuff when they look at it but I also think there's room to also be flexible in that that really connects and speaks to the people that you want and also like a wide range of people that you might not have if you just went with one thing so I'm still exploring the branding aspect and if you have thoughts about that for sure DM me on Uncommon Queens Instagram and I'd love to hear more about that and I may kind of post a Instagram um, question box around that because I'm really intrigued by like what people would have to say about it but I think that yeah I'm just really intrigued by like what does that look like in branding specifically whether that's even for you, like whether it's a personal brand of like your portfolio for jobs, like what does that look like for you of creating that within your industry of using both and and not just, you know, just one thing that you need. And I think that will make you stand out in your job applications if you have this, this expanded view of who you are and showing up as just the fullness of who you are in a vast way, if that makes sense. And so one of my friends actually that is a career coach that she sent me some things to think about and she also recommended doing the strengths finder. She also has like two jobs and two and she talks about having two passions that she also does as jobs in her life and I think that's what's cool that it's like baking and career coaching and doing coaching. And I think that one, those things don't really have anything to do with each other. And I think that's so like boss of her and just so amazing that she incorporates that into her day and that she, that's, she's joyful about it. And it may not make sense to other people, but it also doesn't have to make sense. And I think that's where it gets me as I feel like all these things have to make sense to other people. But also at the same time, I've lived in a way that doesn't make sense to other people. And so it's this like tug of war of myself of like, I don't want to care what other people think. And I kind of do care. Like, and I really actually really do care. And so there's that tension. And I think ultimately I don't want, and that's, there's that Enneagram 4 of like, I don't want to make sense to people, but I also want to be understood. It's, it's the plight of just life kids um is just not wanting to live my life for other people and just living my life for God living my life as my authentic self and just really 
leaving it all in the field, I think, has been something that has been popping up into my head a lot of just like running my race, not trying to run other people's or please people by running my own race and just leaving all that I have to give on this earth and just and to not, you know, die or grow old regretting not giving it my all. And I think that's, you know, that's how people die or like when they're sick in the hospital, that's what people regret that they just didn't do, didn't explore, didn't view life and it, as an adventure and in some ways. And like I said, I know some of it is, is privilege, but I think in, a, in many ways you can explore even when you can feel confined by finances or circumstances or where you grew up or whatever. I think there's room to explore than we give ourselves credit for. And so, yeah, I think this notion of like, I just want to leave all that I have on this earth and whether that's a legacy, whether that's leaving something for people to remember me as like whatever that looks like I just want to leave it all on the floor and on this earth and no have don't leave thinking that I could have done more and so that's kind of the what's been on my mind a lot recently of this both and and I just challenge you to open up your heart and your mind to like what am I suppressing about my personality, my interests, my fashion, my personal brand, your professional brand? What am I suppressing that if I allowed myself to lean into that I can live a more fulfilled life? And I think there's actually a lot more than we think and I've really been uncovering a lot of things that I'm like, oh, there was kind of a spark there, but I didn't really lean into that because I thought I either went another way or I thought I had to go this way or whatever that may be. And I think that's really cool. And I think really will maybe even connect you to a lot of people in a, a different community and have you make more friends or connect to your siblings or your family or just yourself in a new and just a deeper way and and just as I say a more fulfilling way an abundant way and those are all the thoughts that I have today folks um I really appreciate you listening to this it surprisingly is a longer episode than I thought I have been the past couple episodes I've been okay with making it max 30 minutes or 20 minutes but this is just a topic that I'm really passionate about and I'm passionate about speaking into other people because I just think that it's so cool when I hear people talk about just niche things that I never really would have thought about of carpentry, of pottery, of decorating kitchens, just baking, you know, macarons, just things that I never would have thought of. I just so appreciate that in people and I just want to give that to myself and want to champion that and continue to just encourage that and and speak to that and to other people. So like I said, thank you so much for listening to this. I appreciate you and I really want to hear your um your takeaways, even if you're family, even if you're friends, I really want to hear your takeaways. Text me, DM me, call me, everything, FaceTime me um, about your thoughts. 
And thank you, homies. I hope this helps you today, tonight, tomorrow. Talk to you soon.